This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Uh, but off the top of this hour, and this is part uh, of a global news survey looking at faith in Canada, all kinds of, of different aspects to that story, the state of religion in Canada, uh, and some of the trends we're seeing. Uh, so part of that was uh, a poll uh, conducted for Global News uh, done by Ipsos, looking at how Canadians perceive organized religion. And it seems that maybe there's a growing discontent or maybe a growing sense of cynicism around organized religion. The survey shows that just over half of Canadian respondents say they believe religion does more harm than good in the world. Now, maybe people perceive individual religions differently, but just in the general sense that organized religion seems to be at the center uh, of a lot of strife in the world today. All right, well, joining us for more on uh, these survey results, what they tell us, please to welcome the program, Sean Simpson, VP of uh, Ipsos Affairs, as mentioned, uh, did this poll for Global News. Sean, thanks for joining us here. Welcome to the program. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right, well, what's interesting to me is that uh, there was a similar poll done uh, five or six years ago by Ipsos, and so when we look back at where the numbers once were, is this discontent rising? Yeah, there's certainly been a, a shift in, in sentiment over the, the last six years or so. Uh, and we're finding that uh, Canadians are, are more negatively uh, predisposed towards religion and the impact that it has uh, in global affairs and in the world and on individual people. All right, so how, how was the question framed? What were you asking people then? Yeah, so specifically, I mean, I think one of the most interesting questions is asking people whether or not they agreed or disagreed that religion does more harm in the world than good. And Canadians are actually split more or less 50-50. 51% agree that religion does more harm than good. 49% disagree. But that proportion that agrees is up seven points. It used to only be 44%. It's 51%. So you now have a majority of Canadians who believe that religion um, does more harm than good. Well, and, and so is it, I mean, it's kind of religion in general, right? It's not like you went through a, a checklist of different religions, see how Canadians feel, but is it just a sense that just kind of religion in general seems to be at the source of a lot of strife? Yeah, that's right. We didn't we didn't single out any any religions. Now, uh, you know, uh, of course, the ones that we're hearing about most often uh, is is uh, you know ISIL and 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 the problems that they're they're creating and they're they're doing what they're doing in the name of religion. You know, however wrong uh, it is, and and I'm sure that you know most people would would say, well, that's that's not our religion. But it's 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 not just Islam. It, it's not any particular religion. And of course, even even Christianity was was accused and guilty of doing some terrible things uh, you know, historically. So it, it's it's just this this growing belief that organized religion is doing more harm than good. And in fact, what we're finding is that there's a a transition among Canadians from from being a member and identifying with a formal religion and religious identity to either being agnostic, atheist, or sort of a new category that we've started measuring, which is just simply spiritual, but not religious. Yeah, that's interesting. And what's, what's notable about these findings, too, when you look province to province, Quebec, which... Sort of been seen as maybe the most religious province. Certainly has a history. Maybe it's a cultural history, but it's certainly wrapped up in the Catholic Church. Uh, the Quebecers are far more likely than people in any other province to see religion as a force for for harm as opposed to good. 
That's right. I mean, Quebec used to be the most religious province uh, up until the, the the Quiet Revolution, of course. And I think for for uh, a significant period of time, that was uh, you know forced uh, upon them in a certain to a certain degree. And you know, the Quiet Revolution was the was the was the change, and it, it, Quebec went from the most religious to now the most secular. And having been through that tradition, and and the history is is still alive and well there, they're the most likely by far at 62% to believe that religion does more harm in the world than, than good. So I think their their own experience over the last 50, 60, 70 years and, and going back further has informed uh, their, their position on this matter, and they're not wholly aligned with the rest of Canada on the issue. And when it comes to distinguishing between organized religion and individual followers of a religion, there's some questions around that. When Do, do people actually lose respect for people who, who hold religious views? What did the survey tell us? Yeah, and, and that's an interesting uh, uh, point, because one of the things that we, we feel is a hallmark value uh, in Canada is uh, this idea of tolerance, right? That, that no matter what other people feel, do what their beliefs are, then they're entitled to that, and, and, and we don't think any differently of them as a result. However, the poll shows that 13% of Canadians say that they lose respect for people simply when they find out that they're religious. You know, and, and, and that's, a, that's a fairly benign statement, just that, you know, someone is religious, and you've got one in ten Canadians, which is you know, two and a half million adult Canadians say that they lose respect for people simply by virtue of the fact that they're religious. Yeah, that might not, that's, that's very interesting. But, I mean, further to that, I, I guess there, there's no perception of having a moral high ground, or no, there seems to be a notion that, that being religious gives you... Um, more more of an ethical or, or moral halo and that that's definitely decreasing the perception that it that it does it used to be that one in three canadians uh thought that religious people are just better citizens better better people better contributors to society that was down eight points in just six years and now it's only 24 percent or one quarter of canadians who believe that religious people are, are are better citizens so it's it's very um tightly correlated with this you know does more harm than good as as, as people collectively believe that religion religious people don't hold the higher moral ground, okay, if they don't own the higher moral ground, then what do they offer, right? Um, and, and, and we're seeing that in the, in the data and, and in, the, in the shift of, uh, of attitudes over time. All right. Fascinating stuff. Sean, uh, we'll leave it there. Thanks so much for making some time for us here. Appreciate it. It's been my pleasure. All right. Sean Simpson, uh, VP of Ipsos Affairs, uh, did this survey for Global News, part of an ongoing series uh, looking at faith and religion in Canada. Uh, so I'm, I'm kind of surprised by those numbers. I mean, for me personally, as as a non-believer, I have my own views on religion, uh, certain religions. I was a little surprised, though, by some of these numbers. I would distinguish between organized religion and individual believers of a religion. I mean, I think we should take each person on a case-by-case basis what it is they believe. Because I think there are followers of different faiths that interpret, interpret that faith certain ways. I wouldn't cast all Muslims with the same brush or all Christians with the same brush. Because before I decide whether or not your views make you worthy of respect, I want to know what your views are. I mean, I have an idea what other followers of that faith believe, but um, so I, I found that interesting. Uh, but again, the numbers in Quebec are something. 62% of Quebecers 
higher than anywhere else in, in the country. 62% say religion does more harm than good. They're also more inclined at 18% to say they lose respect for people when they find out they are religious. Only 24% of respondents say they believe religious people are better citizens, down eight points from 2011. The poll also found that despite their views on whether or not it's harmful, Canadians are very tolerant, though, of other religions or others' religions. Nine out of ten respondents said they're completely comfortable being around people who have different religious beliefs than me. So that's an encouraging takeaway. Regardless of what you believe or whether you believe, or that shouldn't separate us, that shouldn't you know, interfere with um, us getting along as Canadians. But at the same time, right, we uh, are free to say what we think about religion and what we think about certain religious ideas or views or ideologies, and that might ruffle some feathers too. So some interesting findings there. 403-974-8255, you want to weigh in on this. Got a few other issues to get to here. We are back with more right after this. All right, welcome back. 403-974-8255, 974-TALK. Uh, so some interesting uh, poll numbers here regarding how Canadians perceive organized religion. And, you know, some people saying, look, the positives don't make the news, but the negatives do. Sure. Okay, that's fine. That, that's probably a fair point. So are Canadians getting a warped perspective of religion? Uh, certainly there are those out there trying to counter that. Uh, various groups, religious leaders who say, hey, you know, look at the positives too. Those people don't represent us. We're actually great, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, people see what's happening. People see what's happening when it comes to Islamic extremism. I think people see a lot of the debate around social issues even. Uh, here in Alberta or nationally saying, you know, is religion an obstacle to, to that kind of progress? So uh, there is that side of it. Obviously, as a country, we still respect the freedom to believe. Right? In the country, the values, freedom of religion. That doesn't mean that people are obligated to necessarily respect what it is you believe but obligated to respect your right to believe it. What do you make of these numbers, though? Let's go to the phones. We've got uh, Darwin on the line. Darwin, go ahead. Hi, Rob. Back in the 50s and 60s in Montreal, uh, Duplessier and the Catholic Church worked to restrict information and keep people in fear. And when television came in and they learned what's happening, not just the outside world, but around Canada, they really became upset from what I've learned and when I lived down in Quebec. And so they have a hate on that still hasn't gone away for what the politicians and the church did at the time. So you think that has a lot to do with it? I do. I very much think that that hasn't gone away and they are still, uh, their family passed it down. Be careful. Make sure you know what's going on. And they keep, uh, I think they keep Canada under the thumb a bit federally and say, hey, you guys owe us now that we know what's going on. They know how to play or use the system, I guess, is part of what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting point. Darwin, appreciate the phone call. Thanks for that. Let's uh, get Eric in here. Eric, go ahead. Hi, Rob. How are you this afternoon? Pretty good, thanks. Good. I just, you were bringing up statistics there, talking about the 62% and the 18%. And I just wanted to make your audience aware that I'm one that I consider myself as a spiritual person, not a religious person. And what I mean by that is the need to love and to be loved. And when I say that, I think that there's a lot of people in this world that don't necessarily believe in the the religion anymore, like whether it's Muslim, Christian, whatever, Buddhism, but yet they still believe in a power greater than themselves. And I think that that's important. And that's why I, when you were mentioning about the fact that, you know, people who are religious are better people, 
I'm not saying that you're right or wrong. I just believe that spiritual people on this planet are becoming the people that are, they're aware of who they are. Let's just say that. Right. I, that I don't think, I, well, I mean, look, I don't think believing something or not believing something automatically makes you a better person. I think there are a Absolutely lot of things not. that determine whether you're a good person or not. I, I, I just, when people say they're spiritual, that just seems, I don't know what that means. What does that mean? To me, spiritual means the need to love and to be loved. It's okay, well, we all have that. that. But what, what does yeah, that have well, to do with why, spirits? Why don't we exercise that then? If we have the choice to do that, if we choose to be hateful, then we, we choose to be hateful. If we choose to be loving, why can't we choose to be loving without the religion? Well, okay, but that sounds like a humanist view. I don't know what's, what's spiritual about that, is all I'm, I'm saying. Uh, okay, <laughs> I'd love to have a chat with you <laughs> offline. I could go more into it, but it's just Well, like, okay, but no, I think what I'm getting at is when... Often when I hear it explained spiritual, it's it's kind of believing in something else. It's, it's kind of like I'm not a humanist because I know no, where okay. you're coming from. No, I know what you say, right? So I get the sense of people who say they're spiritual, they believe in maybe uh, an afterlife, or they believe in something bigger and, and outside of our world, but it's not necessarily God per se, or God is defined in the Bible or the Quran. Is, is that kind of along the lines of how you see things? I look at spirituals more as a metaphysical person, if that makes sense. You know, we're here in the here and now on this planet. We're here to do what we need to do. And for me, <laughs> I don't know how I could explain it. Without Are you saying there's, there's more to it or there's something there's afterward? Than, there's more than just our finite little egos. Let's just say that. Well, I believe that we're spiritual beings having a human experience on this planet. Okay. If that makes sense, I guess. Well, I don't know. Does that not imply that? going to agree with me, but I mean, <laughs> that's, you know, that's why you have this radio show, right? And I can offer my two cents. It's just, so that we, we have, I'm trying to understand. So you, you suggest we have a, a soul? We we have something that lives absolutely. beyond us? That, that someone, that someone put soul. us here? Yeah. Yep. Okay. I that, don't know about yeah. the... I, I try to live in the mystery. How does that sound? I, li I like living in the mystery of saying that I don't have all the answers. Well, none of us do. Or at least we should be willing to acknowledge that. I can be the first to admit that I can acknowledge that. I just, I try to keep it simple, you know, and it's like, uh, I like your program. It's like, I love the topic and it's just like, I, I love being able to talk about spiritual consciousness, being spiritually aware instead of egotistically aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. I think that's important. Okay. Eric, interesting chat. Appreciate the phone call. I, I I don't know that I fully understand it still, but whatever. To each his own. If people want to be spiritual or consider themselves uh, spiritual, then, uh, yeah, have at it. Uh, let's see here. More texts coming in, 403-974-8255. Uh, this one says, the last two segments really hit home for me. I have family members who have become religious zealots. They want Muslims and Islam banned in North America and globally. I'm a practicing non-Christian, and the views held by them have turned me off of going to church with them. So they will now say they will pray for me, but they can no longer respect my beliefs. It has definitely divided my family. I respect them, but sadly not the things they believe in. Uh, that's interesting. Unfortunately, I think those things can be divisive. Uh, look, and, and uh, you know, I'm not a believer, as I've said. I mean, I, I don't push that on my kids. If they found religion, if they felt uh, religious views were important to them, I, 
I mean, I wouldn't have a problem with that. I mean, I got married in a Catholic church. Uh, a lot of my wife's family is very Catholic. I certainly don't hold that against them. And far from it, right? So to me, it's all about whether you're a good person. And so I think there are, unfortunately, people who, in the name of religion, do some pretty awful things to their fellow man. So no, I don't think religion automatically makes you a good person. Because there's a lot you can take from some of the major religions. And you can use that as the basis for being a wonderful person. You can use uh, other parts of it as the basis for being a really awful person. Anyway, so your thoughts on that? 403-974-8255. See what Harpreet has to say. Harpreet, how you doing? Hey, how you doing today? Well, I'm doing a lot better now. Thanks for calling in. Oh, that's wonderful. Wonderful. Hey, um, I think religion and politics are exactly the same thing. <laughs> yep. They divide people and get their best out of it. And at the end, it's one-way street. You get nothing back from politicians, and you get nothing back from religion. It's just divide. That's what my thoughts are. You see, do you believe that it has to divide? Do you think that there's a way for it not to? It, it shouldn't, but it does. Well, yeah, I know. It I think more atrocities have been committed under the name of religion, and same thing under politics. Exactly same. No difference. Yeah, that's an interesting way to look at it. I appreciate the phone call. Um, yeah, I, but I, you know what? I think he's actually onto something. Being a conservative, being a liberal, doesn't automatically make you a better person, right? And there's a lot of tribalism in politics, and there's a lot of that in religion, too. So you know what, Harpreet, I think you might be onto something there. These things don't need to divide us. You know, and, and a lot of people have noticed in the aftermath of this horrible shooting in Virginia today. What was it that was being attacked? It was this Republican baseball team. This Republican baseball team that was practicing to play the Democratic baseball team in, in a charity event. Right? So it's conservatives and liberals, Republicans, Democrats putting aside their politics and saying, let's get together, let's play some baseball together, have some fun, support a good cause, right? So that, that's, that's encouraging. All right, let's see what Art has to say. Art, good afternoon. Yes, how are you? Fantastic. Listen to your show. I'm not a, a religious guy. I do have a, a sense of feeling of something, okay? Uh-huh. My mother's 102 years old today. She has faculty, she has her mind, and she... She talks and, and gets along. But approximately 74 years ago, she and her husband are sitting at home, and she's seen a ball of fire on a wall, and she said to her, my, my dad at that time, she said, Arlene has died. Within half a minute, the phone rang. It was the hospital in Lesbridge, phoned them and said, come down to the hospital. Your daughter has passed away. Now... What is it? Spiritual? Religion? There was something there that you and I will never know. And to say to people, religion is, is defunct, they better look at a bigger picture. Because we're made from one thing and one thing only, and you'll never know until that day. I see. Well, I don't think anyone's saying uh, religion is defunct, Art. I don't think religion's going anywhere. I don't think so either. I think it, it grows. It's just well, different it's segments of the world of people that misconstrue what religion really is. 
Well, religion is a lot of things. That's the yeah. problem. It, it is no one thing. Right. right. But I, I, I do believe that there is some religion that is better than others. You know, um, when, when, when women are discouraged and have to walk behind a man, and the man is that much better than a woman, then I don't think that religion is fair. It's honest, it's true, it's anything. It's everything but that. Hmm. Interesting. My, uh, my view. Okay, yeah. Have a good day. You too. Appreciate mm-hmm. the phone call. Uh, all right, 403-974-8255. Uh, we can certainly talk more about faith and religion. I know Danielle's going to have more this week as this uh, Global News series on faith in Canada continues. Uh, but we got a lot more to get to here today. We'll get to more of your calls and your texts, too. We're back with more right after this. Welcome back. Let's get back to the phones here, 403-974-8255. So good afternoon to Dan. Dan, go ahead. Hey, Rob. Um, my wish is that um, as humanity, you know, uh, advances and we learn new things through science, that uh, it'd be nice if people would adapt these things and, and, you know, together we can all rise up as a species. The problem is that we get all these scientific discoveries and then people have these predetermined biases through their religions or their beliefs, and they can just somehow disregard you know, scientific discovery. And I feel that that's one of the biggest things holding our society back. Yeah, that's a good point. Now, there was a debate recently between, um, it was was Bill Nye, the science guy, and uh, Ken Ham, who's the uh, owner of that creationist park, I think, down in in Kentucky. And so the question was kind of put to both of them. What would you need to see to convince you that you're wrong, right? And, you know, and Bill Nye laid it out. Yeah, if God exists, uh, this would convince me that it's real. But something Ken Ham said that there's nothing that could convince him, nothing that could convince him that that he's wrong. Exactly. And, and how then can we possibly learn new things? Where if, if we learn something that contradicts what you or I believe, and we just hold to those beliefs, and we can never actually learn, we can't discover. And it's what I find is crazy is that. Half of the things we use every day, from technology to, uh, uh, you know, space shuttle to everything, we, we use these technologies that we learn to, to do these new cool things, and yet we still have large groups of our society that have beliefs that contradict uh, what we've learned. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like, like I watched that same debate, and uh, like Bill Nye said, all it would take for him is one small piece of evidence, and it would change the world. Right. Yeah, no, that's a great point, Dan. Appreciate the phone call. And again, I mean, I don't think religion is incompatible with science. Uh, but I think there are those who just feel that they need to see the world a certain way in order to hold on to certain beliefs. And when that leads to rejecting science, that, that is concerning. I agree with Dan on that. All right, let's see what Frank has to say. Frank, good afternoon. Hello. How are you today? Pretty good. Good. Okay, um, you got this religion and the spiritual side. Like, I didn't realize just how spiritual things were where I was. <clears throat> Years ago, I was in the, the hospital, and hello? Yeah, no, keep going. I can and, hear you. Yep. And I, and then the, the doctor had said that I had, I'm outside here right now. Anyway, I, I, something was wrong. I, I had a bad problem with my neck, and he said there was another thing. So, anyways, he left the room, and... 
I was keep feeling pretty pretty bad because it was like I was in a lot of pain, and uh, and all I said was Jesus Christ, give me a hand with this. I can't do it alone. And within a minute, uh, the whole room lit up, and uh, I kind of lifted and I passed out. And when I woke up about an hour later, I blankets were all stuffed underneath me, and. Uh, so, okay, that was fine. And then two days later, I went and seen my own family doctor, and he said that I had cancer. Okay, fine, you know. So then three months down the road, I went in and had an operation, and they, and they, the doctor had told me that they were going to do a biopsy, and uh, it turned out that the cancer was gone. So something happened there when uh, when I got you know when things I levitated something as if somebody had pulled something out of my body. So what do you do? You know, was that a spiritual? Yeah, I look, spiritual I don't I don't know what I don't know what to call that. I mean, I wasn't there. I don't know what you experienced. Uh, but it, it was quite the feeling, you know. Okay. And I and I didn't know I had cancer at the time. I didn't know I, that I had a cancer. And then when the biopsy came in, it was zero. There's no cancer. So I'm how do you not. explain that? Uh, I don't know, Frank. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you don't have cancer. I'm glad you're doing you well. Know. Yeah. Right. But are you and, saying, but, I mean, I think what, what concerns me when I hear people say, you know, I feel like God intervened and saved me. Well, that implies that God has the choice to intervene and save people. And so why does God then not intervene and save so many millions of people who are suffering around the world on a daily basis? Why you and not people who are living in horrific agony and conditions of every stripe? Well, I don't know. I think maybe it, it, it takes um, one person to kind of intervene with that and try to take out those people that are, pushing for the, the, the elimination of, of, of all the, of certain people, like, you know, like, like Hitler, you know. They, they've tried, and they tried to, get, to terminate him, and they just didn't do it. Maybe with, this, uh, Saddam, uh, with Saddam Hussein, they were able to do it. Well, I don't okay, know what they're going to do well, about this, this <laughs> other guy here, the Syrian, Syrian right, guy. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. I appreciate the call. How we jump from that to that. Anyway. But sure, I mean, Frank had a, a meaningful, moving experience to him. And a lot of people have. I, I can't explain it. So I understand that people's beliefs can often be shaped by those kinds of things. Uh, I just, you know, to me, I don't know what message that sends, though. If you survive a plane crash and 100 people die and you say God saved you, well, why did God then execute all these other people? What was so terrible about them? Uh, anyway, let's see what Walter has to say. Walter, go ahead. Hey, hi. Long-time listener, first-time caller. I was compelled to call you, just for the mere reason, who would be a Christian for what Christians have done? But it's easy to be a Christ follower. And who would be a Muslim for what Muslims have done? But to believe in Allah and what he says plurally, not a bad, not a bad way to live. Yahweh for the Jews, the Old Testament, lots of murder and rape and everything going on there. That's all I wanted to say. I think we put too many t labels on everything, and read, we don't read between the lines. And this is why I think there's a lot of suffering in the world, because people are so confused. They're reading the pages and not what the man or the God says. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's an interesting point, Walter. Thanks for that. Let's get uh, William in here. William, go ahead. Well, you kind of took away my, uh, my, what I was going to say. Uh, when, when people say, thank God, and, and you said it, 
you know, 2,500 people died, but not you, and you say, thank God. Right. <laughs> did God save you and let everybody else die? What do you say? What do people say to God when everybody else dies, but not you? That he's just selective? He was having a bad day? He missed them somehow? I, I don't get it. All right. I really don't. I love your show. You know, you bring up a lot of good stuff. Well, and, well yeah, I appreciate that. But that just drives me mad. I mean, when, when, when they don't die, but other people do, they still say, thank God. Mm-hmm. It just drives me nuts. Don't say thank God, because he killed everybody else, if there is a God. Right. And maybe there is, maybe there isn't. Um, and to me, I think, you know, the question of suffering in the world today, the fact that, that a God would allow so much suffering, to me is problematic. I know believers would say, look, we, we can't understand God. God works in mysterious ways. Well, if that's the case, then how are you so certain that God intervened to uh, save you? Right? Exactly. And when you say God works in mysterious ways, well, it, I, I can sort of agree with that, but how it's not really that mysterious. People die, people don't die. And if you're a religious person, you think somewhere up there God had a hand in it. You either died or you didn't. And if there is a God, I wish he'd come down and flash some light on my mom and take away her cancer. Well, sure. Yeah, I know a lot of good people, religious people, who have suffered from cancer, suffered yeah. from other conditions, and I think it would be cruel to say that you know God would God let them suffer or chose to let them suffer. Well, that's so, the thing. I mean, that's 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 the hypocrisy. It's well, why, yeah. Why good people get sick and you know don't make it, and some good people get sick and they actually do make it. Right. And it's not because of, you know. The, the hand of God came down and saved them is because technology and the fact that we've been dealing with these these cancers for so many years that we've worked out how to how to make them go away or at least slow their progress. Yeah, yeah. So, the, I, I love your show, man. I really do. And uh, when when you and Charles get together, it's it's. <laughs> I mean, I make fun. a mark on my, I make a mark on my calendar for that. Day. <laughs> well, yeah, me too. I love I love Charles, but Willie, thanks so much for the phone call. Appreciate the kind words as well. Uh, again, I, I don't think suffering disproves God, or a Christian getting cancer disproves God. I find that hard to reconcile some of that line of argument, but I, I think you know there are some Christians who don't say that God intervened or attribute something good happening to God, and who really do believe that you know God makes God's decisions, and we can't understand that. I mean, at least if you're consistent with that, I can understand that argument. Uh, Listen, we got to take another quick break here. We'll come back. We'll close out. Got a couple of things to uh, touch on here. Maybe we'll squeeze in some more calls too. Stay with us. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at twelve thirty on News Talk seven seventy Calgary.